Hold on to your hats. The countdown to the biggest wellness event of the year is on. Join us on August 15 and 16 in Melbourne for not one but two days of Powerhouse Wellness featuring 11 of Australia's most inspiring, entertaining, educating, fermentating speakers. Damo, what is fermentating? MP, I'll tell you at the summit. Your favourite wellness couch speakers are joined by special guest Nat Kringudis on all things hormones and female health. Join the Up For A Chat girls, the wellness guys, the natural nutritionist Steph Lowe, Kale Brock, Quirky Cookings, Joe Witt, Marcus Pierce, and the rest of your favourite wellness couch podcasters. Regular and VIP tickets are still available, but hurry before this summit is sold out. For tickets, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. The Wellness Summit is proudly brought to you by Well and You. Be someone that makes you happy. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Pull up a rock by the campfire. It's time for that paleo show with your hosts, Sarah Stewart, Steve Hayter, and the man with no shoes, Brett Hill. Welcome to that paleo show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill. And this week, I'm joined on the show by someone who we have had on the show before, but who we're very excited to have back again. He's doing amazing things in the paleo world and really changing the whole paleo landscape down here in Australia. And that is uh, co-founder of the Paleo Cafe, Jai Hobbs. Jai, welcome to the show, mate. Hi, Brett. How you doing, mate? Great to be back. Really good, mate. Really good. It's been an interesting uh, year or so since we had you on the show last time. There's been so much happening in the paleo world. Um, you know, What have you guys been up to in the last year or so? Oh, mate, besides sitting on the beach enjoying life, uh, mate, we've, we've opened a few cafes, um, so we're up to, uh, mate, coming up to 14 now. We've got, um, we've got Canberra opening in a couple of weeks on the 25th of June, um, so Thursday the 25th they open their doors. Uh, New Zealand's looking pretty imminent at the moment, so expansion across the ditch is happening there, and, uh, and we're, we're releasing an online store shortly for, for people who can't make it into the cafes around Australia. We're releasing an online store with products that they can and go and, and buy and get delivered to their door. Mate, that all sounds pretty awesome, except for the warm beach, because I'm down here in Adelaide, absolutely freezing at the moment. It's been so cold. Winter's all of a sudden hit us, so I don't want to hear any more talk about your warm beaches up there in Cairns, okay? <laughs> no worries, mate. I'll try and <laughs> But, mate, that is really exciting. You know, that by the time this episode goes live, in fact, that Canberra store will probably be open. So it's probably, as you listen to this, it's probably open right now. You can actually go in and check it out. So that's very exciting. Yeah, mate, it's it's a fantastic spot down there, and uh, and the franchisees Jane and Andrew, uh, they're they're really excited, and they're they're going to bring a, a a new aspect to um new aspect to Canberra, and uh, and working well with with the girls down there, the Merrymaker Sisters, to to really lift that profile in Canberra. Well, I was just going to mention them because obviously you know some of our biggest uh, fans, or well, we are the biggest fans of the Merrymaker Sisters here on this show because they do amazing stuff and. The, uh, the influence that they're having on the paleo community from little old Canberra is pretty amazing. And, you know, some of our other friends down there, Diamond Dave Nixon, who, who does the, uh, oh, I forgot the name of his podcast show, um, our movement podcast show on the wellness couch. Sorry, yep. Dave, I've had a blank. Um, but, you know, there, there's a great little community down there in Canberra who are going to be really excited about that. Yeah, mate, it, it definitely is. It's been well, really well received and there's, there's a huge amount of excitement and, um, and the guys can't wait to, to get going. And uh, and mind over movement, I think is Dave's podcast show. So sorry, Dave. He'll he'll be listening to this, and I'll get told off for that. So, um, but look, it has been a big uh, twelve months or so in the paleo world. Obviously, 
getting a lot more exposure, becoming, you know, moving towards, I guess, the mainstream. It's certainly been in the mainstream media a lot. Um, what have you been experience of, of the perceptions of paleo over the last 12 months or so? Oh, mate, look, the awareness has definitely increased. It's, it's you know, um, the, the publicity, good or bad, brings awareness. Um, and with that awareness, not a lot of it is, is, is a lot of it is uneducated. Um, and that's, that's where we see our role. You know, we see our role in educating the masses as, and giving them an opportunity to experience what paleo is about. And we're, you know, we're very open and, and very passionate about educating customers about paleo is a blanket term that you throw over it. And it's, it's what works for you and go out and find that what works for you and and do that you know if you if you feel great do it if you don't don't and um and i think the more that we all all push that uh, real food movement that that you know no preservatives no processed stuff then people can can understand the simplified version and then that encourages them to explore more yeah and at the end of the day it's a pretty simple movement isn't it it's a pretty simple message which is just getting back to nature, getting back to eating simply and, and, you know, some meats, some vegetables, some nuts and seeds, some water, you know, it doesn't need to be that complicated a message, does it? No, mate, definitely not, definitely not. We have, you know, umpteen million people asking about meal plans and things like that and, and, and you know, we, we just push that real food and push that, guys, you know, just, just eat real food. That's all, all you need to do. So, you know, the more, the more we can get our customers sharing their stories with their friends, family, whoever it might be about their successes, um, that's how that groundswell starts and, and, and really spreads quickly. Yeah, and it's pretty pretty exceptional probably. Uh, you know, Pete Evans has probably, let's face it, been the biggest change in the paleo movement over the last year or so, particularly in Australia. And, and so the stories he's been sharing on his Facebook page and, and seeing everyone share their stories and the changes they've made and the changes they've noticed has been, I think, quite extraordinary for the movement, for people just to have that reinforcement and to realise that they're not the only ones, they're not the crazy ones. You know, there's so many other people making these changes and also getting exceptional results. Yeah, mate, definitely, definitely, and 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 it's also good to see, you know, that people understand that it's it's their version of what paleo is all about. You know, it's not it's not a hard and fast. This is all what you must have to do, and that's it. It's it's their version of what works for their body, and and I think a lot of the testimonials on Pete's page and that everyone shares, that we share, etc. Everyone's got a different story. Everyone's got their own story to tell, and and grabbing what works for you and doing that is is the best thing that anyone can do. So what have you noticed in terms of, I guess, that paleo movement, in terms of the understanding of paleo and the education around paleo? You know, the, the average punter that works, walks into the door at a paleo cafe, you know, what do they think of paleo and how has that changed over the last 12 months? Oh, mate, like it's, it's definitely, like I said before, the awareness has increased. They've heard about it. You know, 18 months, two years ago, a lot of people hadn't heard about it. They thought paleo was a, the Italian chef out the back. So now it's, it's more more on the lines of they've heard about it. Um, if they're uneducated and uninformed, um, then they're very sceptical. You know, the, the media is, there's a lot of power in what's getting pushed out there through the media at the moment. So they are, they do come in with some scepticism and it's it's really up to us to ed, educate that and break down those barriers and, and get the average person to understand that we're, you know, we're not a cult. We're not going to bang them <laughs> over the head if they ask for a flat white with full cream milk. It's, it's, Guys, it's just a it's a lifestyle. Stop thinking of it as a diet that you do for four weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, whatever it might be. Think of it as a lifestyle, and all you're doing is is trying to make yourself a little bit healthier and and feel that little bit better. And so, for those skeptics that come in, what are their biggest concerns? 
Uh, they, they hear on the media, they said, you know, the caveman died at 35, you know, paleo diet kills babies, all these sorts of things that, that the media are throwing out there at the moment to the uneducated person that um, they listen to the media, yeah? And, and that's, that's, it's a good giggle when you start talking to those people <laughs> and, and you, you start getting them to understand what it's all about. And we, we make sure that we have a, a, what we call our About Us brochures on every table in all our cafes. And that's just a, a quick little brochure that the very first thing is what is paleo and what's it all about. And we have our little food pyramid on there and it just explains to them, you know, what is this, why am I here and how is it going to benefit me? Nice, nice. One of my uh, one of my favourite sort of wellness gurus who really got me into this stuff a lot right from the start was this chiropractor from Canada, a guy called James Chestnut. He's awesome. And uh, one of the things he would always say to people is he'd say, well, that sounds really interesting. You know, where did you read about that and can I have a copy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, because so much of what people hear about, you know, if you actually ask them for the, the evidence behind it or the research behind this point of view and they sort of go, oh, no, I just kind of heard it in the news or, you know, I saw it on this, uh, you know, a current affair program and you realise that actually maybe there's not a whole lot of substance there and that it really is just about education. So there's probably, you know, a lot of people out there, I guess, who are doing paleo or who are, you know, moving towards paleo who hear these sort of stories all the time and, and it can be quite challenging, I guess, when you're just new to something, you're not really sure, you don't perhaps don't know all the information yourself yet and you're getting really challenged about it by friends or family saying, why are you doing this? Isn't that dangerous? What about the saturated fat? You know, all these sort of questions. How do you, how do you guys, I guess, as the paleo cafe respond to those sort of challenges and, and how do you help you know, your everyday punter who's interested in paleo, how do you help them overcome these challenges from friends and family? Mate, very backed up by research. So we're, we're very open. We're not nutritionists or doctors. Um, we leave that to the people who are a lot smarter than us. Um, so we utilize a lot, of the, a lot of the research through, you know, through guys like Rob Wolf, Lorraine Cordain, Chris Cresser, um, all of the, there's so much information out there, all backed up by medical research. And we share a lot of that through, through social, through our newsletter subscribers. Um, the, the guys in the cafes have got a lot of information uh, in there that they can share with customers. We provide books in store in every cafe um, that customers can read while they're, while they're dining in. And you know that that ranges from it starts with food, the paleo diet, paleo solution, um, our, our cookbook, our lifestyle and cookbook. There's so much. There's so much information out there. We don't need to be the the, the nutritional experts on it. There's people that have already done that. So yeah. we we encourage people to you know to pick up and 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 understand that a little bit better. Um, we also the cafes have have designed a, a thirty day what we call our thirty day paleo project that they all run, and, and that's designed for people who really want to give it a go. Um, the cafes feed them two meals a day for thirty days um, as what we call our ready made meals or our pre packaged meals, and that just takes the thinking out of it. They don't have to think about what they're eating. They don't have to think about what's in it and what's not. Um, they get a little booklet when they start that, and that little booklet goes through and gives them a pantry list. It tells them what they can and can't have. It gives them a little bit of a shopping list. Um, it encourages them to find out a little bit more. But while it is in that hard period for the first 30 days where you're, where you're really a little bit confused about what you can and can't have, we're providing those people with the food, which is, uh, uh, which is uh, I suppose, a no-brainer for them to start. Yeah, well, I guess the nice thing about that is a 30-day program as well is it, it's an introduction into real food. You know, We're not talking about 30 days' worth of shakes or 30 days' worth of you know, restricted diets or anything like that. It's 30 days of eating real food and seeing how your body responds to that, isn't it? 
Hundred percent, mate. Yeah, and look, the two comments we get is it, it actually tastes good, and it's healthy food, and it actually tastes good, and uh, yeah. and I'm not I'm not hungry anymore, and that's you know when people find that they you know initially they get the meals and they think oh is this going to be enough for me, but then they say I'm actually not hungry. Of course you're not. You're eating real food. You're you're hitting that satiation point, so you don't need to eat as much as what you have been eating in the past. And that's, I guess, one of the real beauties of the paleo diet, isn't it? And that's what you hear from people time and time again is that you know you don't have to starve yourself to, to be a healthy weight or you don't have to starve yourself to get your ideal health. It's, it's not about starving yourself. It's about feeding yourself with you know, great nutrient-dense quality food that actually fills you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't want to eat steak and salad and chicken and veggies? Like, I know, right? It's a, a no-brainer. <laughs> Um, so yeah, look, that, that's that's awesome. That's really exciting. That there there is such a, a groundswell and a, and a change in terms of that movement, and it's it's really cool to see. So you know, we're moving into winter down here now, mate, and it's getting a little bit cold. So I thought it might be fun for you to share with us perhaps some of the recipes that you do at the Paleo Cafe, and and what's you know what's popular, and what are some good recipes for beginners. Oh, mate, definitely. Yeah, winter time down there, you guys are, are, are just about frozen. Our shepherd's pie is a its a household favourite. We do a lot of those in our, what we call our ready-made or our pre-packaged meals. It's very simple, very easy to make. Um, a lot of people make big batches of it, um, utilise it for lunch for a few days, dinner and lunch, whatever it might the case might be. So shepherd's pie is always a, a good, good, hearty, safe meal. Um, in the cafes, we've got the beef cheeks. Um, it's, it's good value, Um for what it is, it's it's a beef cheek cooked overnight, a slow cooked overnight um, with with the beef juice or the beef sauce, and and then served on top of sweet potato mash and some greens. Um, so, mate, any of that slow cooked meat and and utilising that the the external parts of the beast is always going to be a little bit cheaper for people um, and and provide that that hearty wintry meal. So let's talk about the shepherd's pie because people obviously, there might be some people out there who are new to paleo and they're thinking, shepherd's pie, I've had that before, had lots of potatoes in it, you know. Yep. Uh, so, you know, how do, maybe it had a, uh, you know, a, a pasta, you know, pastry crust around it as well. So yep. how do people modify their shepherd's pie to make it more paleo? Mate, pretty simple, really. Uh, we've got mince. Mince is your main, obviously your main ingredient. Um, sweet potato mash instead of instead of your normal potato, which most people are used to. And then you can really get creative about what you chuck in there. You can chuck some onions, some carrots. Um, whether you know, we've seen people go out and go a little bit nuts and chuck broccoli and capsicum and stuff in there. And yeah. hey, if that bacon, if that's what, bacon, bacon goes in there. Yeah. Bacon goes with everything. So if you want to, you could really the the options are endless. Um, and experiment with that yourself but the base the base shepherd's pie recipe i'll tell you what we'll get on to paleo cafe hq and we'll share the shepherd's pie recipe so if people want to jump on and and have a look on on facebook um so paleo cafe it's paleo cafe australia we'll jump on and we'll share that shepherd's pie recipe so your listeners can grab it nice that sounds good we'll make sure we share it from there as well because that'll be a uh that's a delicious one it is winter time shepherd's pie like you said talking about feeling full and feeling happy and feeling satiated, you know, you're not going to feel hungry when you get to the end of a nice hearty shepherd's pie. You're going to feel warm. You're going to feel satisfied. You're going to feel, you're going to feel pretty good. So I reckon a good one for those, you know, we do have a lot of female listeners on our show and, uh, and a lot of those female listeners who are looking to get their blokes on board and get them into a little bit of paleo stuff. And, you know, you can just make up this shepherd's pie. Don't even tell them it's paleo. Just, just cook it up and go from there because uh, it, it's one that they'll love, isn't it? It is, mate. They won't know the difference. Yeah. 
So, and I guess that, that's the other thing is there are a lot of people out there trying to get others on board paleo. We talked about that just a little bit before. And the other thing I wanted to say to people is, you know, really just don't try and convince them is probably the easiest answer. You know, you don't, you shouldn't be having to try and convince people to go paleo. You know, what you need to do is if they're, if they're not ready, then you don't have to waste all your time and effort and energy trying to convince them because it's, it's pretty challenging. It tends to set up a bit of a conflict that makes it hard for everyone. And, and really, what you need to do is just lead by example. You know, just say, this is what I'm trying for me. It seems to be working for me. Let's see how it goes. And then let people see the changes within you. And, and, and I think that's the best way to get people on board. And then once they are interested, you know, once they're genuinely interested, then you can share with them all of the great information you've got, all those resources you spoke about. And I think that's really, that is the way that this paleo movement is growing, is just people sharing their stories and, um, and just allowing it's just it's spreading very fast and very organically. I think most of the time, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, mate, inspiration's a bit the best way to do it. You know, people people see other people either whether it be coming off an autoimmune disease, um, losing a heap of weight, gaining some focus, getting off depression, what, whatever it is, whatever the benefit is, people see that they get inspired by it. Um, we we had an example. We we fed a guy up here that's got a business, two kids, about thirty five staff, and um, and. Uh, he spoke to me and he said, you know, I just want to, for him, he said he just wanted to drop a bit of weight. I said, how, how much? He said, 10 kilos. I said, okay, give me 30 days. And we fed him for 30 days. Um, I went and went and walked with him and ran and exercised and went down the beach and, and did all that sort of stuff. And he dropped his 10 kilos in 30 days. So for nice. him, that was perfect. And and uh, now we've got the other 30 of his staff ringing up the Cairns Cafe saying, I want to get on this. Nice. So, so, mate, it's it's just as soon as people see the results, people are skeptical until they can see results. And and as soon as the, your friends, family, whoever it might be, um, partner, see the results of what you're getting and how good you feel and 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 how alert and switched on and and happy with life you are, they're going to want to naturally follow. Yeah, it, it just makes sense, doesn't it? How how could you not want to join in and follow when you start seeing those exceptional results? And you guys must hear stories like that all the time. And you know what excites me about that story is that it was it was ten kilos. You know, like yep. I think often when we go, it, we start listening or finding out about these diets, and we learn about it. And what we hear is, you know, someone lost forty kilos, someone lost fifty kilos, someone undid their autoimmune disease, whatever it happens to be. And as much as those are exciting stories, and it's fantastic to see those changes. What's probably more exciting for me is, you know, the kids who just grow up eating paleo and who never actually get to that stage or, you know, the, the younger, you know, younger adults who, who go paleo from a younger age, they don't have 50 kilos to lose because they've caught it before it became a problem. And I reckon that's even more exciting, isn't it? Oh, mate, 100%. It's, it's to see a generation that, that hasn't been caught in, up in a low-fat fat epidemic or, or brainwashed by, by very, very smart marketing for a long time. And I was, I was very annoyed. It took me 30 years to work it out. But to see a young generation that's, that's starting on the front foot is so, so exciting. And, mate, that's the whole driving force behind why we started this business is our son was born dairy intolerant. And, and the thought that you know, he, he was going to be ill or, or have reactions for, for the rest of his life really disturbed us and that's what that's what made us move and, and, and take the jump and take the leap. Yeah, and I think when you start understanding, you know, the peer pressure that goes with that and the you know the 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 yeah, just the peer pressure, the, the whole societal pressure uh, to eat a certain way and to have certain things for breakfast and to go to certain restaurants and whatever it happens to be, you know, that's when you start realizing that, you know, if you really want this next generation to grow up and to, to be healthy and to be able to maintain this over the longer term, then 
then we do need to spread this message, don't we? We need to make it more mainstream so that it becomes just the norm rather than the exception. Oh, mate, 100%. Like, with, with Australian adults over 60% overweight or obese, you know, Australian kids aged between the age of 5 and 17, 25% of them are considered obese. Like, they, those stats absolutely horrify me, and it's all, you know, what's changed? The only thing that's changed is our, our, our lifestyle. Yeah. As a, as a body makeup, we haven't changed at all. So that's, that's concerning, and it's, if we don't do something now, I, I'm going to hate to see where it's going to be in 20 years. Yeah, and, and as I said, the converse of that is how exciting it is to see these kids growing up and getting their good quality nutrients, getting the fats for their brains to grow and develop into you know outstanding adults and, and you know just seeing those kids come through and, and get those results and, and just thrive and flourish and be just healthy, happy, normal kids you know, is, is the exciting side as well, isn't it, as opposed to the downside? Uh, yeah, mate, definitely, 100%. And look, as I've got two boys, one's just about four and the other one's nine months. And, and look, our four-year-old goes to, goes to birthday parties with friends from daycare, etc. and there's junk there. And if he does manage to sneak something, we can tell straight away. So it's just that, yeah. that balanced child that, you know, that doesn't have the super highs and super lows and, and, and has a good quality life. Is, that's what the reward's all about. Yeah, it's super exciting, and it's gonna it's gonna be awesome to see that generation grow up and come through. So, look, what's next for Paleo Cafes, Joe? Well, we, you know, as we said, by the time this goes live, the Canberra store will be open. The yep. uh, the New Zealand one hopefully will be on its way soon. I I was over there for the Paleo Way tour with Pete, and uh, there was some amazing stuff happening over there. There's some great people who I know will really get behind and support it. So I'm sure that's just a matter of time. But what else is coming up for the Paleo Cafe? Uh, but the, the big things that we're doing at the moment is, is like we said, New Zealand, that's underway. We've got a plan to be open there by September. Um, we're also doing, uh, like I mentioned before, which which will be up and going, is the online store. So people who can't make it into a cafe can get those well-researched, good quality paleo products delivered to their door. Um, and that's that's everything from you know flowers, oils, beauty products, baby products, cleaning products, um, some some. Uh, so supplements, so some fish oil and magnesium, etc. Uh, the the other thing that we're 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 launching right at this moment, and and by the time this goes, it'll be live as our paleo directory. So, as as a business in Australia, you know, we'd like to think ourselves as a, sing, a general point of reference for all things paleo. So we want to bring that community together by launching the online directory and utilising the traffic we've got through the cafes um, as a one-stop shop for people to, to go and they can segregate by category or area as to what they want to find, be it, be it suppliers, um, food businesses, farmers markets, uh, movement people, personal trainers or, or, or movement specialists that, that align with the paleo philosophy. And it's, it's everyone on there is going to have to align with the paleo philosophy. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Nice, nice. So let's, uh, let's come back to your family because we, we should talk a little bit more about that because you've got a couple of little kids. You know, there, there's a lot of families out there listening to that paleo show who will be interested to know, you know, how does it work for you as a family? What, what are your, you know, your favourite recipes to start with? Let's, let's go there for, your, for you, yourselves and for your kids. What are your favourite recipes? Oh, mate, we keep it pretty simple. Um, <laughs> time's not really on our side, so we do keep it pretty simple. Um, my Troy, who's my oldest, his favourite breakfast is bacon and eggs. Um, wants it every single morning, wants it for dinner most nights. So he's, uh, he's all over it. Um, he, he pretty much eats everything we eat, you know, whether we eat some, you know, some chicken, um, 
chicken with some marinade that we've made up and some broccoli and, and either roast, roasted carrots or roasted sweet potato. He'll eat that with us. He takes it to school, so there's no sandwiches. There's no nothing that go to school with him. He goes to school with meat and veggies. Um, and then uh, our nine-month-old, we've, he's just started eating some real food. So basically everything that we eat now, as long as it's not a, a hearty, hearty red meat, um, gets blended up in the, in the thermo and given to him. Nice. So it's it's a very 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 simple. We're lucky our our office is about sixty meters away from the the Cairns Cafe, so they get a good workout. I'm in there at least once a day, <laughs> and uh, and made at home. It's it's very simple, simple, easy stuff. We we love lamb, love love fish. I'm I'm a fishing addict, so I go fishing a lot. I like spear fishing, so we we eat a fair bit of fish, being that we've got access to so much reef up here. Nice. And, and how, what about the rest of the paleo lifestyle with your family? What do you guys do exercise-wise? Mate, try and, we've just, just moved house out to uh, a place in Cairns called Trinity Beach, um, so we're probably 200 metres from the beach. So nice. that, that for us is we get down there a fair bit, try and get at least every second day. We take the kids down there. We've got a couple of, couple of little dogs, so we take those guys for a run. There's a, a, a nice hill near us that we do that. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of boxing, so I do a fair bit of boxing and... and um, and don't with all the travel, I, I try and get to CrossFit gyms where I can. But but with all the travel, time hasn't been on my side. So just doing stuff outdoors and, and doing stuff and fitting it within the lifestyle. If I've got half an hour, then it's my it's my little part of my day where I relax, unwind, and, and it makes me feel good. If I go a couple of days without doing something, I go a little bit insane. Yeah, well, I guess that leads into the next bit, isn't it? I mean, you've mentioned time management a couple of times already. Obviously, it's pretty stressful running, you know, fourteen different cafes all over, all over Australia. How do you manage that from a from a mindset stress perspective, and how do you manage your time to make sure you're keeping the balance right? Oh, man, it's a challenge. It definitely is a challenge. Like, it's it's. I'd be lying to everyone if I said it wasn't. And everyone's busy, and it's everyone's got priorities and, and got time. It's just, I suppose, focusing on what's important, and and that gets skewed and swayed. And and at times, there's too much too much energy that goes into into business and and um, and trying making sure that everything's done there. But we've got some great people on our team, some really really fantastic people. We're we're lucky to have. So having those people around us is uh, it makes life a lot easier and. Um, and allows Marlies and I a little bit more time to, to the kids in the family. Yeah, nice. And I think that's so important, is it, to get that balance right and to, you know, if you are in that position, to be able to delegate and to be able to understand, you know, what you're great at and then perhaps, you know, what other people might have as skills that can jump into your team and help pick up some of those perhaps weaknesses but also, you know, some of the stuff that you don't love doing that other people do love doing, you know, making sure that you're, you're really focusing on, on, like I said, what you guys are great at. Yeah, mate, 100%. Letting go is the hardest part in any business and, and starting it and being your baby, the hardest thing is, is to let go and every business owner goes through the, the heartache and pain of trying to do that and we all make mistakes and micromanage for a while but as soon as you can trust your team and, and let them let them give them rope and let them do their job, the, the results speak for themselves. Yeah, well, it certainly does. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm a bit of a regular in the Paleo Cafe in Adelaide down here as well and... Uh, and they do a great job. They serve up some great food in there, and, and I always enjoy getting in there and seeing Beck and Michael, and, and it's a great little spot there. So, um, you know, obviously the paleo cafes are making a massive difference to this paleo movement. Just just putting it on the map, I think, giving it a physical presence in each state just makes a huge difference already. Oh, mate, without a doubt. And, you know, the guys, it doesn't come without their challenges. You know, they, like all businesses, the guys have got their challenges, and it's, it's um, it, the, the media has, you know, it has had a little bit of effect on, 
on on the perception as we as we spoke about earlier. So the best thing ever I can do is just get in and and, and support the team and support them where they can. And they all the guys are really passionate about what they do, really passionate about getting involved in their local communities and and helping out as much as they can and, and giving people access to real food and and that's um it's a fantastic thing that they're all doing. But um but if we if Giving the guys a plug, you know, if, if you're close to a paleo cafe, get in there and support them, you know, talk to, talk to the franchisees. They're all in there all the time. You know, every every one of our stores is is owned and operated by a franchisee. So um, the the person that you're talking to is, is the owner of the business. So speaking of those challenges, Jai, what do you think looking forwards over the next, say, five years, what, what are going to be the biggest challenges for paleo as it moves into its next phase? Uh, mate, just uh, staying defined, I think. Um, so... Keeping its true meaning of it, what it is. Um, so there's so many, you know, as as it becomes more and more popular, you're seeing, you know, paleo bread, paleo baked goods, paleo pies, paleo this and that and everything popping up in supermarkets. Um, so making sure that, that the term itself is is keeps its meaning, um, and then and then people first of all understanding that that like I said before, and how we believe it, paleo is a blanket term that we throw over it to, to eat real food. And then people going through and finding out what stream of that works for them. Um, so I think the biggest challenge for paleo over the next five years is is definitely going to be holding on to what it, what it truly is about. Yeah. And, uh, and as you said, it's that, it's that food quality component of it, isn't it? You know, it's one thing to look at, I guess, the paleo macros and say, well, this is a paleo meal, but then... You know, if it's heavily refined, if it's heavily processed, and it's sold at you know your local fast food joint, which I'm sure is only a matter of time till one of them starts doing some sort of paleo product. You know, oh, is that still paleo? Is that still in line with with the movement we're trying to create here? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's it's you know we know there's there's for us there's competition out there, and we you know we welcome that, we encourage that. And if if we have four or five businesses just as big as us, then it means it's become the norm, not the exception, which is fantastic. Um, but the, you know the, the challenge for all of us at the moment is is to get over that misconception, um, get over that to the general public, and your audience is passionate about it and knows about it, which is fantastic. Um, but it's about getting the other part of the community to understand it um, and understand that it, it is just real food and it's just good food, guys. It's it's not it's not anything weird or funky. You know, we're not going to serve you up a kicking frog on your plate. <laughs> so, where do you reckon Pally will be in five years' time, Joe? Uh, mate, I think it'll be so. Paleo itself, I, I, I definitely, I, I'm like I said before. I hope that it keeps its true meaning um, and and it, it evolves. I think the whole whether you call it ancestral health, come clean eating, paleo, not processed foods, just real food movement, um, is only going to grow hugely, hugely. And I think that all of those will will eventually mould into one. Um, and because pe- people are seeking a you know, people are seeking better health. They're seeking a better life. Everyone's out there because what I believe, they've conquered everything else. You know, we've got all the electronics that we need. We've got all the gadgets. And a lot of people have been, been working their butts off and they're super successful. And what's the one thing that's left? They're, they're not healthy. So yeah. people, people are on a search and you only have to look at the growth of things like CrossFit, like Tough Mudder, like F45 gyms that have opened 200 in the last 18 months. Um, there's so much search out there at the moment for a healthier version of yourself. Yeah, nice. Well, I think it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be a fun journey over the next few years to see how it grows and, and where it takes us. Um, Jai, if people want to find Paleo Cafes you know, online and on social media, where's the best spot to go? 
Mate, on our website, paleo-cafe.com.au, there's a, a locate us or a contact us tab. They can they can jump on there. Alternatively, jump on Facebook, search Paleo Cafe. The 15 ones will pop up. Every Paleo Cafe has got its own Facebook page so they can engage and communicate with their own community um, as they all do their own weekly specials to keep it interesting for the guys. So jump on there, head in, talk to the franchisees and get involved. Beautiful, and, and as we said, by the time this episode goes live, most likely the online shop will be up and going as well. Mate, super excited, super, super excited to see that go, and um, and look, that'll be available all around Australia, and uh, well-researched products, a lot which are stocked in the cafes, and, and of course, if someone can get into a cafe, by all means, go in and grab it, but if you're not located near a paleo cafe and you want some awesome products, then it'll be available to you very, very shortly. And some good books are here and there, Joe. Yeah, some great books, mate, some fantastic books. Um, one by uh, this legend that I know called Dr. Brett Hill. So if you're uh, chasing that one, it'll be on there as well. Nice, nice. That's what I was looking for, just a little plug. I love that. All right. So thank you so much for coming on, Jai. It's been great having you on and chatting to you again. I'm sure we'll speak to you again in the near future. Um, but thanks for coming on board, mate. No, nah, no worries, mate. Thanks for the time and, uh, and thanks again to the listeners for, for listening and I hope you got something, something from it. Beautiful. So until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.